Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the O2 Podcast, Ohio Outdoors Podcast here on uh, the Sportsman's Nation. Tonight, you've got just Andrew. Paul is out hunting turkey somewhere. Uh, I know he told me where he was going, but I can't recall exactly where, um, what part of the country. When I asked him to come uh, record tonight, he said he was in such such bad surface area, it wasn't going to be worth it. So you're stuck with me for this week. Um, so I'll just go through and get the introduction part of this started. First off, just want to say uh, thanks to our partners over at Go Wild. You guys, uh, I know a lot of you have, have joined or are, are active on there. It's great to see. I had really great, good participation there with that giveaway we just had. I'm sure we'll have more in the future. But it's it's great to see you guys' pictures popping up there and meeting new people. So we appreciate that. But if you're not familiar, Go Wild is the online platform for your uh, uncensored pictures of your animals and your harvest, and you don't have to worry about any anything getting taken down. It's really a cool community, to be honest with you. So just a reminder, they've got their Send It Slam coming up here on July 9th. Uh, it's an outdoor festival. We've got some archery competitions, a 3D shoot. Uh, country music, local food, uh, all down in Louisville. So really not too far of a, of a jog down the road, down 71 there, um, into Louisville. It should be a good event. So I've talked to the guys over there. It sounds exciting. It sounds like they've got, they put a lot of time and effort into this. It might be something really to consider there on July 9th. Um, so thank you again to the guys over at Go Wild and then Tethered, our, our buddies over at Tethered with the saddle hunting setups. Uh, now's the time to start thinking about that and getting really geared up, figure out what you need. Feel free to ask me questions. They've got tons of good uh, information on their website and their social media and that kind of stuff. But now is the time that you guys want to get that stuff figured out so that you're comfortable come the fall. You want to get time to get up in the tree, uh, maybe not on a day like today. So I'm recording this on Monday, and for anybody that was in Ohio on Monday, I'm sure you felt some of the snow and rain and 35 degrees or whatever. So, uh, But on a better day, when it's nicer out like this upcoming weekend, if you're not in Turkey Woods, it'd be a great time to get your saddle gear out and start getting comfortable in that. So tethernation.com uh, is where you want to go. Check out uh, all their lineups. We're going to try to get somebody from them on here soon to talk and see, uh, answer some of the questions as far as how that goes. So first of all, we've got our, let's take a look at our calendar here coming up. Um, boy, Earth Day is, is Friday the 22nd, right? And Arbor Day is coming up uh, very soon as well. I want to say it's the 20th, but should have had that one. Anyways, Arbor, Arbor Day trees, we need those for the, the animals. Don't be afraid to go out and plant some trees. Anybody who knows me knows I'm not the total tree hugger, but um, 
I do have a degree in horticulture and that's, uh, so the tree thing does kind of uh, play a part of that. So looking at the news that's come out this week, we have some updates on our our hunting regulations for 2022-2023. And I'm going to go through, first of all, the fall turkey season. That was taken down from 37 days, or from 52 days to 37 days. So 2022 fall turkey season will run October 8th to November 13th. That is a quite a bit different quite a bit shorter than what we've had in the past. Um, I'm sure Paul is, is very heartbroken. Um, to me, that just looks like a great time to be out in the woods um, for the rut. But either way, uh, fall turkey season has been reduced. Some of that probably has a lot to do with uh, population numbers and that kind of stuff. So uh, on the deer front... <clears throat> Your archery season is going to start September 24th. That's pretty standard. Gun season is November 28th to December 4th. Standard. Got that bonus weekend again on the 17th and 18th of December. We've got 18 counties that are going to have an increase in harvest number or uh, allow deer permits that you're allowed to take deer in those counties. So check your the ODNR website, they've got a list of all those counties exactly, but it's a lot of what uh, Mike Tonkovich had been talking about, that our population was getting up there, and it's time to start taking them out a little bit, a little bit more. So for any of you in those 18 counties, you might be able to pick up another doe or two, depending on where you're at. I think, personally, the most interesting thing of all of these regulations was the CWD surveillance area. So we're talking about that area of Hardin County, Wyandotte County, Marion County, kind of up there by Upper Sandusky, Marion, and that region. Um, so, you know, they've had a CWD case or two up there. I think they found another one or two here in 2021. <clears throat> but they were going to open it up up there a little bit. We've got the archery season in that in that zone is going to start on September 10th. So that might be early enough to catch a velvet buck if you get the chance. They're going to have a gun season on October 8th through October 10th. So that's a little bit more um, of an opportunity in that area and very early. So they're really trying to knock it down up there. Um, if you've got the opportunity to take a look at uh, or some land up there to, to hunt on, it might be something to get you going there first thing in the year. So, like I said, Paul is out hunting turkeys somewhere in this country. Uh, I'm not, I'm going to let him talk about that. Hopefully he comes back with something next week to uh, fill us all in on his success or how the birds outsmarted him again. For me personally, uh, I got some arrows from our friends down at Sirius this past week. So that was really, uh, that was on Friday. My good Friday was spent playing with the arrows and some of the tools there. Super cool um, setups, beautiful arrows. And I'm just screwing around with the weights, man. I, I figured out that I had a, I was been shooting 693 grains, which that is a freaking heavy arrow, really heavy arrow. And I think I want to go a little bit lighter. I think I'm going to end up in that 600 range. 
just to try to get a little bit more speed with it. Uh, but still for a whitetail deer, that's going to be plenty. Um, in the future, uh, we are going to have, I don't know what we're going to call it or how we're actually going to release it, but I'll spill the beans. Now we've been doing some podcast recordings with Dr. Ed Ashby of the Ashby Foundation and he's the one that really started the ball on the uh, the heavier arrow research and the all the all the stuff. I won't get into that. They are very long episodes. They're very in depth. He knows what he's talking about. He's done the work. So I think we might uh, drop those kind of on their own, uh, but we'll see how things go. So uh, that said, I spent a lot of time with that. Next week, I'm trying to get out do a little fishing up on the lake. I've heard that the walleye are biting, so that might be something to come back with a little bit of an update there. And then, uh, obviously, this weekend is the opener for turkey season. And so all of us in the south zone will get to start our turkey season there. Um, Paul and I will be heading to the hills somewhere. I think if I understand it right. But one thing, you know, just to review, make sure you guys get your manuals out, double check all the everything. We got one one bird this year. Okay. So that's your bag limit. Get that one and you're done. But uh we to start on this south zone, April twenty third to May first, thirty minutes before sunrise until noon. So the day is done. But that's okay, because if you're like me, you got T ball in the afternoon and two-year-old birthday parties and then first communion on Sunday. So, you know, there's things that you got to get to um, outside of the turkey woods. But anywho, that's what we're looking forward to and hopefully come down with something something fun there to report back. Um, outside of that, I think – I don't think we've got a whole lot other uh, news for you at this point. We will keep – watching and seeing what's going on uh just this week's episode is going to be with the working class bow hunters so this is one that paul and i did down at the oh boy the sportsman show we'll just call it that right what was it it's not the ohio outdoor show i can never remember it uh that's why i need paul here but we were down there we went to their booth if you guys aren't familiar with the working class bow hunters it's a good group of guys they're very skilled. Uh, they're one of the originals when it comes to hunting podcasts. I think I just saw they had like 504 episodes. And so if you do the math, that's a lot of episodes if you do one a week. Um, they've been at it for a while. Uh, they're part of the Drury team, I believe. Um, we met with Kurt Geyer and Clint Casper. They were awesome. I will tell you that part of their thing is that, uh, you know, the language is a little bit more on the adult side. Um, we're all adults, so no problems there. Just to give you a fair warning here. Uh, but we just talked to them some of the basics about, you know, what it's, what it's like doing what they're doing. you should have seen their, if you didn't see their booth at the show, it was amazing. Um, beautiful. So that's kind of what they do now is travel around and record podcasts. And if you need, if you want to check out their podcast, they just had a really nice one with Michael Waddell and, uh, it was good stuff. So, no further ado, thank you again to Go Wild, thank you to Tethered, and thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. You guys, the support's been awesome. Um, if 
you haven't, feel free to leave us a review on the podcast uh, program there, and we would appreciate that. The02podcast.com, the.02.podcast on Instagram. Uh, Paul runs the Twitter at Ohio Hunt. And then, of course, on Go Wild, we are the O2 Podcast. I think that's all we got, so no further ado. Here is the Working Class bow hunters. Take care, everybody. Well, we're down here at the, uh, what is this called? I, I get it wrong every time. The open Season o- Expo, Andrew. There we go. I'll get it one of these years. So, um, But we are standing here in the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast uh, booth. This is pretty cool. We're joined, Hunting joined podcast with, uh, royalty with these two guys. Don't, don't shake do that your to head, us. Kurt. Don't Kurt, do that to us. Kurt and Clint. We're trash so. people, man. <laughs> and are, everyone knows it. We are, we are too. So, man, I, I appreciate you guys uh, agreeing to talk to us. So, I've been following you guys on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You guys have been on a grind for, like, I feel like, what, eight months straight? I feel like we've been on tour. Like, I yeah. feel like an old, dirty rock band that just... <laughs> but. It, I don't know. We're we're doing like a hard push right now with yeah. the new jury series, Clint's new series, the CC Hunt Files, and just uh, you know me going full time, hitting every show that we can, and then basically gonna try and go on as many hunts as we can this year, and just be everywhere, even though that's not possible. But we're trying our best. So yeah, we're 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 full push mode is what we're doing. No, I I love it. So let's just just real quick talk about what WCB is, what that, what your show's about, and yeah. for, you know, for our listeners that might not listen. Yeah, it's just Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Uh, we started in, we launched our first episode March of 2015. So look at us, we missed our anniversary, I didn't even think about it. We did, we really did. Yeah, happy, Mar- happy anniversary. Hey, thanks, thanks, Paul. <laughs> thanks. But anyway, yeah, we've been, uh, I don't know, one of the, I don't know, it's crazy to think 2015, we we're one of the few podcasts at the time, um, haven't missed a week since, and just tried to put out like, raw no bullshit just who we are type podcast and have fun with it and show that you don't really need to be this buttoned up industry thing i mean still be respectful of everything you know but be still talk how you talk and be who you are yeah for sure. and uh that's just what we've done since the beginning and drink beer and had good times through the whole process and it, uh you know evolved to what we're doing now and uh yeah that's basically the roundup version of what we do I, uh, that's good i know you guys just celebrated 500 episodes man. yeah that's, that's quite an accomplishment just for i Thanks. mean just for any any podcast any content creator man that's that's really good so so thank congratulations you. on that thank you clint you're an ohio boy man you're 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 stuck here i see <laughs> you hunting everything but whitetail deer on instagram every once in a while i see you on it I mean, I, you're an elk guy man that's every, in your blood isn't mule deer it? mule deer mule deer yeah, okay and that's, that's most, where it's at for me most western yeah. dude east of the mississippi yeah no no kidding man so, i know i'm just trying to get out to wyoming or montana i'm stuck in ohio i need one of those shirts stuck in ohio <laughs> we'll, we'll make them and sell them for you yeah, uh, you, no, you just need to wear an ohio is for lover shirt right it, you guys that is, is that you guys' favorite band out here in ohio for Harvard sure heights yeah acdc actually yeah nice. okay. so one, one of my one of my favorite deer hunting stories that i've heard recently is the story that you told about the giant eight on the wcb podcast oh, the, the frozen so, fingers buck yeah everyone so, knows it from that so just give me just real quick the one thing that i i, I literally just started laughing as soon as you did it give me a squirrel call <laughs> 
So I like I I told you guys I'm like the <laughs> worst good. bow hunter in the state of Ohio, and I've had deer like come in. And Don't like, say you know, that, man. You'll you're move not. and like yeah, you'll fart or whatever. Like you get nervous. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like you need to make noise, and a deer will like right. turn and look at you, and right. I'm like, well, I'm fucked. Yeah, right. And right. you're like, no, I'm just gonna start squirrel chattering, and, and like my brain melted down. I'm like, oh my god, I need I, to learn how to. I was how shocked. To... I've been really good friends with Clint for years. I've never heard that. He's like a grandmaster squirrel calling. <laughs> it was it was turkeys or squirrels, man. And there was there was no turkeys around at that time, so I'm like. Because I've done the turkey deal before, you know, I mean, just some hen clucks and purrs, just, you know, yeah. and just to calm stuff down, you know. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I mean, you get a old doe to p- pin you down, and she's like, nah, man, that's not working. But I was like, this is all I got, you know. Yeah. It's not I would never. never squirrel call out a deer, but that's, it's hilarious. That's all I had, you know. I'm going to I'm gonna try it. Like, the first deer I see, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to. Just I'm to like see going, what like, happens. Yeah, just to see, just to see what happens. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it was, I'd love to say it was my calling skills, but I think it was just a scenario. Yeah. I'm, I'm in like this old like beech nut tree. I got walnuts around me, oaks everywhere, squirrels everywhere. And they saw something, you know, like the little buck that caught me drawing. He saw something, yeah. but did not know. Nobody else though saw it. They just ran and trotted off because he did. So, I mean, realistically, I think if they would have picked me off, it wouldn't have worked. But in that scenario, like it was enough to be like, oh, fuck, squirrel. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Back to feeding. Right. I'm like. Come on, come on! <laughs> so how, like, you had like a little spike buck under your stand for? It was a bat. Well, there was nine. There was eight bucks with with the giant eight and a doe, and he got so close underneath me that I forgot he was like there. So I'm c- trying. I'm coming back to full draw. Everything's in front of me. He's right below me, looking up like, Stay "Hey, on friend." Your mic, Clint. He's like, "Hey, friend, what are you doing?" You know, like looking up. I didn't see that because I'm like looking over him. Yeah. He, he's he's right below me. So he's like kind of looking around. You know, like, what are you doing? He just wanted to be my friend, I feel like. All the other deer, like, kept pushing him off. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> and then that's kind of like when he, like, skirted, they just went with him, but they didn't know. So, I mean, I think if that doe would have caught me, I think it would have been totally different because she was an old doe. Luckily, it was luckily it was a little buck. But squirrel call, man, that's the new thing. <laughs> oh, my. I, lo- I love it. It's pretty it, amazing. It's, it's, it is. It's, yeah, it's, it was. It's the it new trend, dude. You gotta be a squirrel caller. <laughs> let's let's do it, man. We're gonna we're gonna figure that one out. Yeah. So we'll do a tutorial video on how to next squirrel year. Call. You can come see me. I'm gonna do seminars 2023 on on the squirrel chuckle. Uh, on uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the title of your seminars: distracting does distracting in the late season. <laughs> <laughs> with squirrel sounds. It's oh, like it, it's like all I had, man. So it worked out that time, but I'm not gonna say it'll Bag work ever again. Yeah, the one time I needed it though, it worked. <laughs> no, I, I thought that was hilarious, man. I I, I laughed so I think I messaged you, you on did. Instagram. I'm you like, did. You did. I had to stop this. I, I was laughing so hard, like I couldn't I couldn't believe that worked. So yeah, that's so hilarious. You, you guys are, are are tied in tight with two legends, man, in, in the outdoors, Mark and, and Terry Drury. So yeah. what, what's it like working with those guys? And yeah, it's they've cool. done a lot for this industry. Oh yeah, I mean pioneers for sure. You know, I I grew up looking up to the juries and even like you know the real tree boys and you know i mean all those guys you know but uh the juries especially being more midwest focused and big bucks and that whole deal yep. but no it's amazing you know i'm pretty close with mark we podcast with terry um i'm not as close with terry i just i see him less often you know um but it's it's incredible um i consider mark like a really good friend like and it's kind of crazy you know like just when he killed this big buck, he FaceTimed me real late at night, and, like, yep. I answer the call, and he's, like, showing me this 217-inch or whatever, and fuck, he shot. And then Crazy. I get off the phone, and my wife goes, 12-year-old Kurt would be losing oh, his mind yeah, right now. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy to think, like, you know, we work with them guys, but I also consider them friends. And they love our crew, man. We love everybody yeah. at Drury. They're some of the best people, and 
they really care about hunting and really care about the industry. Um, even when you go down to the jury office that's in uh, just outside of St. Louis, everyone there is awesome. Um, you know, outside of Mark and Terry, you know, they're the faces of it, obviously, right? But you have all these other people that, like, build up this big production of what they do. And it's pretty incredible to see, you know, the amount of content they crank out at a high quality, at high speed. It takes a, an army, really, to get that out. And yeah, they're, sure. the, the amount of talent they have in that company is insane. Yeah, so. so I think I stayed at a Drury Inn one time. That's about as close as I get to the, you know the Drury's. You know, but the uh, you know what's funny when when I went down to their office for the first time, they put me up in a in a Drury hotel, and I'm like, cool. I'm not even gonna ask. But I don't know. I hope there's some sort of ownership there, but I don't think there is. <laughs> but you mentioned earlier uh, that what you're doing this year. What was the program, or what, what are you guys coming out with? That you want to talk about that a the little Deercast bit? The Deercast series, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that, that launched late last year. We only did eight episodes in 2021. Uh, but this year we do, it's a new episode every week and they're video and audio. So, uh, they're exclude. Well, the video side is exclusive to DeerCast. So if you have the DeerCast app and jury outdoors, YouTube, yeah. uh, they launch, I think the launch schedule now is every Monday. It'll be up on DeerCast Wednesdays. It'll be up on the jury YouTube. And then the audio launches Monday on our regular podcast platform. So, um, yeah, that's a new episode every week. Uh, I don't know when this episode launches, but we're in the middle of doing the Turkey OG series, which we did. Mark and I did four episodes with just absolute turkey legends of the industry. And just each one we focused on a different, um, just different main topic with these guys and just let them just spit knowledge into a microphone for us. So probably my favorite informational episodes we've done as of recent. And it's just kind of funny that they're focused on turkeys, which is normally not what we're focusing on you know because they don't have antlers so. so are you guys all traveling around in different states and doing all that kind of stuff we did all these remote and i think a lot of that's just one it's easier because mark lives three hours west of me and then all these guys are they're all over so we just did zoom calls style setups and i mean we talk from uh the first one's like tough turkey hunting scenarios i don't know in this launch i don't want to give them all away but then we got one on calling and the past, present, and future of the wild turkey, and then we do one. Uh, we close it out with uh, like the uh, progression of like the film production of hunting turkeys from the '80s to now, and like what to expect in the future. So we give you a little bit of every niche of turkey hunting from these legends and like just legendary dudes that paved the way for really paved the industry for what they've oh, done. Yeah. So all four. Cool. I mean, just yeah. big. Yeah. And then think of turkey being, hunting, you think of these four, 100, at least I do like immediate. Yeah. yeah. Like the next one's coming up with uh, Rob Keck. Rob Keck. And man, that guy. Papa Rob. Dude, oh, dude. He legend. Just entrenched in turkey hunting. I mean, hunting. he's forgotten anybody? more turkey knowledge yeah. than any of us would he ever. He just dropped knowledge on me uh, for an hour. And he's got that sultry, buttery voice you've uh-huh. got to listen to for hours. I told so. him he needs to read a bunch of books on tape for me so I exactly. can just play them. When he's so let's, I want to I ask you guys. I mean, you, you guys have been in the podcast, you said, since 2015. Yeah. And it's been, I feel like the content creation, YouTube, podcasting, has been on hyperspeed, like light speed, oh, yeah. since 2016, 17. Yep. Yeah. How have you seen that, you know, this industry that we're all in? Have you seen that change? And Well, what's funny is, like, when we first started – you know, I mean, the first year we weren't doing shows and it was all new. So, like, we kind of forced to be on the, the forefront of it all, I guess, just because we've been around a little longer. Um, so we kind of evolved with it. But, like, our first show we did was the Iowa Deer Classic. 
And it was like people would come by and look and be like, what the hell is a podcast? <laughs> and I had to be like, oh, yeah, you listen to podcasts? They're like, I don't even know what that is. So like for the old timers, like internet radio, man. Imagine ham radio that you could yep. get on your phone. You already have the app on your iPhone, yeah, man. Let me show there. you. To now, people are like, you guys are on Spotify, right? Like that yeah, is yeah. the biggest change. It's like, I don't know. You know, what I mean? it's just like people not knowing what it is to. Yeah, you're, oh, on, you're Spotify. on Spotify. You're right on Spotify. You're on Right next to Joe Rogan, right? Yeah, right next. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. So, I mean, honestly, thanks to Joe Rogan, I, I think that's why a lot of it has changed. But for um, sure. Podcasts right now are going through the same surge as like what hunting shows did in the yep. like mid two thousands, late two thousands. Of you know, everybody had a hunting show. There, everyone was a couple on a hunting show, like Lee and Tiffany. Yep. Like everybody's fighting to. Oh, I got a show. I got this. Podcast came out. There's a handful. Uh, I mean, there's pioneers of the podcast industry. You know, I think we're in there. Dan Johnson's definitely in there. Mark Kenyon's. De- I mean, you can name. There's a handful of yep. us. Um, but I think we would all agree we see it, and it's not a bad thing, you know. I think it's a good thing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's, comp- it's, it's, I don't know if you want to call it competition, but I guess you're fighting for a download or fighting for a view all mm-hmm. the time, which is kind of annoying. But um, it's good, right? It, yep. ca- it causes people to be creative, which is awesome, and have fun. So, but no, for sure, yeah, for sure. I, so that's the biggest change, I guess, to answer the question. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I I know, like I, I started hunting in like 2007, mm-hmm. and I didn't, I didn't grow up hunting. And I didn't know anything. That's cool, though. I knew, I, I knew nothing. And uh, it, it was funny. that The first turkey call I ever bought was a Primo's Power Crystal. Oh, mm. pow, that's a good one. Yeah, and I didn't realize one. that you had to scratch the surface oh, yeah. to get it to work. So for, like, weeks, I'm like, in. God damn it, I can't get this yeah. turkey call to work. <laughs> turkey season like, two weeks <laughs> away, what do I do? <laughs> it's just making, yeah. And, and so there was there was no YouTube. There was no podcast. <laughs> like, you, you had, like, uh, yeah. you had like magazines, yeah. you know, yeah. and, which you're a part of one now, which is really cool. I want to touch on that, but. Yeah, so it's I, I feel for like new hunters or people that want to get better, man. YouTube podcasts, it's really changed oh, yeah. the game. Oh, and, for sure. Definitely. And if you do it the right way, you yep. know, there's a lot of people, and you talked about it on your most recent podcast where people were like, you know, don't talk about something that you're not good at. Don't act like you're good at something. Like yeah. me, I'm the shittiest bow hunter in Ohio. I'm gonna say it again. Don't say I just, that, man. I, I, hate ask, that. I ask the right questions. Yeah. You know, Muds has seen me in action. I'll tell you um, this: I, I guarantee it. I know people with podcasts that are worse hunters than you. So I hate to. Yeah. Don't oh, don't just, discredit yeah, yourself. No, yeah. I just like to. I like to. You know, I ask the questions because I really want to learn. I want to know. Yeah. I think. I think there's a lot of people out there. Like we talked to Scott Ellis a couple weeks ago. He yep. was talking about alcohols, like alcohol. Oh yeah. And he was telling us that hmm. it, at the Sweet. NWTF show, people didn't know that they had to like cup. You know, oh, for sure. Pressure on the alcohol. Sure. And he's like, well, yeah, I've been turkey hunting for 20 years. And he's like, well, you're holding the call wrong. So, right. Yeah. You know, there's always a you place. You don't know unless you know. I yeah, guess. there's the always old a place. Hoot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, can you do- <laughs> wow. oh, my God. What like what animal noise can't you do? Like, can you meow like a cat? Oh, I've never really tried it. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Mama I'm Kitty. Sure. Mama Kitty. <laughs> you got to hear the white-tail adrenaline boys. They're the good owl callers, aren't yeah. they? Tanner. Yeah, they, they're pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah, Tanner can. He can rip off a good owl call. Kitty, really. Yeah. Those guys can do anything. So. Clint, you're all over the world, man. You're, I like, I'm, you're, you're everywhere. You're, you've got the WCB. You've you're got subscribed the C- to my, you're subscribed to my OnlyFans. I can tell. See, yeah. Well, I've been looking for it. I haven't <laughs> seen only. it. You've got it. Like, Fans in. only. <laughs> <laughs> so Peterson's bow hunting, man. What uh, is that a new thing for you, or is that have you been doing that for a while? Uh, I did my first. Let's see, first article with them would have been 2016, um, and then went full time with them in 2018. So okay. going into my fifth year, pretty much. Full time with them, uh, freelance for him for a couple of years. Got to be like best friends with Jeff Waring and Christian Berg, um, owners, and Christian's the head editor. 
So, I mean, we travel around now and do a lot of hunts. He comes and hunts yeah. Ohio. He lives in PA, got him and Kurt hooked up. You know, Good so dude. like we kind of all collaborate now. So, yeah, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, I don't do as much freelance anymore as what I used to. A lot of blog work and stuff, but like magazine-wise, pretty much Peterson's like my home base. And then uh, I'll sub out some stuff, North American whitetail and, you know, little deer and deer hunting and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, they take good care of me at Peterson's bow hunting, so I kind of just stick there for the most. Yeah, but, good people there. And what I learned, in, uh, we, went to, we did the Harrisburg PA show. Yeah. And, we you know, the uh, Peterson's office isn't mm-hmm. too far from where that show's at. But the Amish, like, well, Peterson's has a massive Amish following because mm-hmm. they can read print. That's their so, social media. What's crazy, I got recognized by a group of Amish guys Quite through they recognize Clint and then they're like oh yeah the bear guy and I'm like I never would have thought I would have got recognized yep. by a group of Amish dudes from yeah, a magazine from a magazine yeah. Yeah. not a Facebook that's when I realized I've only post. been in my picture I had one picture in Peterson's mm-hmm. bow hunting and of course they know Clint you know he's like their like the, you're basically like their outdoor channel I guess and then uh sure, yeah sure. so that showed sure. me that like the power of Peterson's bow hunting because I've only one picture of mine mm-hmm. has ever been in there, and they recognized me from it. So that's, I'm like, pre- that's pretty funny. It was cool. I listened to, to just a recent episode, and it was about motivation mm-hmm. with you. And for me, yeah. like, I love to turkey hunt. That's my thing, man. Oh, sure, me too. Makes me tick. Yep. And I think about it 365 days a year. So that yep. motivation is high for me all yep. the time. How do you do that with – I feel like you're like – Tur- turkeys, deer, mule deer, like you're just you just cocaine. love it, man. That's what he does. What is it? Croquet? Cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you said croquet. I mean, like, how does that come into? You see what I'm drinking right now? Yeah, we'll go from up, this man. monster zero to bush lights, couple lines, and yeah. then I'll be over here. <laughs> that'll go for. <laughs> I was I was ready to start putting in for elk hunts out out west after I after I listened to that man for it's sure. Like, yeah, we should, so, you should do it. I I you know hey if you can kill turkeys with a bow you can kill anything with a bow. Fair For enough. real, especially if you're doing I believe it, that. especially if you're doing it without blinds and decoys, you're just running and gunning. I believe 100%. that. Hundred percent. one of the hardest animals to kill. You got a two by two square. You got to hit. Yeah. Literally, I mean, the kill zone on a turkey. Everyone's like, "Oh, just hit him in the body." No. No. Number one, they're hard to get drawn on. They're hard to kill. Yeah. Just to get in the, even in position to kill one, and then you got to be accurate. You know, at thirty yards, you got to hit a softball. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It is that is tough. Hell, they're hard enough to hunt with a shotgun. They're so. bad, man. You're touching yeah. on a on a touchy subject with Paul on the, the hunting the turkeys with the bows. Is that you guys do a lot of that, or is it? We try. What just to, <laughs> to like to, to kind of frame where where I come from is like you just said, people don't know where to shoot a turkey. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. And so you see all the time, you see all these shots, and I, I'm not against like people bow hunting for turkeys. Just you got know, know where to hit the goddamn yeah. turkey yeah. with your with your arrow. Like that's all I'm asking. That's why decap in school. Like I did that for the first time. Did it's you really? like if you miss, you miss. But if you hit them, they die. Yeah. Like if you hit them at all, yep. they die. Yeah. Unless you body hit. Well, you'd, I think you'd still kill one if you body yeah. more of the decap. Yeah. You know, I what what really started this frustration I had. I had a conversation with one of the most accomplished bow hunters of all time, and he, you know he, he made a comment to me. He said, you know the the animal that I've lost the most after a shot is a turkey. Hundred yeah. percent. And I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> just stop aiming at the same spot. Like, change what you're doing, man. And, yeah. And it's just that's where I get I get frustrated, and it's just it's because I'm a maniac with about yep. turkeys. So yeah, I want people to do it. I just want yep. a little bit of effort, you know. So. Uh, They're quick, tough, man. Quick random boat. shout out: Raised Hunting has an awesome video on their YouTube. Yeah, that, they do. Um, of like shot placement, and the shiny spot on the wing yep. is what they point out. 
And ever since, and I just like if someone's new to bow hunting turkeys, I just copy that yep. YouTube link and send that to them. Like yeah. this is just watch this. Yeah. So for for sure. So yeah, we're there get, is like there is a massive amount yeah, of people. We're about to get hammered. They're all here to see you, Paul. Not me. Oh, here we no go. one. National oh, anthem. National anthem. National anthem. You'll have to edit this. <laughs> That was cool. So let's, so let's <laughs> let's wrap this up every time. I that. appreciate you guys. Let's let's wrap this up. Clint, what uh, what do you got planned for this year, man? Spring, fall, what's what's oh, on your radar? Man, it's coming quick. I got Colorado, Merriam's here in a couple weeks. Um, Kansas in a couple weeks. Ohio turkeys. Um, probably Wyoming bear camp. Kurt, me, I think Doug, Eric, the whole crew will be in Wyoming with Trey and all the guys. Yep. Um, Africa, a couple Colorado tags. Um, possibly a Utah mule deer late rut and uh, another dreaded elk hunt because I got a score to settle with fucking elk <laughs> in two foot of snow and 20 degrees. Trying to get Kurt to go on that one, but I think he's going to tell me to F off again. Elk for September. What are you doing? Um, I'll go quick because we're, get, we're getting ready to get slammed. Yeah. Um, the bear, a little bit of turkeys at home. We're going to Africa and then yes, uh, Wyoming elk in September. So Good deal, man. Yeah. He's going to bust a giant Wyoming. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the scream again. Hopefully I'm there with him. <laughs> Sounds good, man. We'll keep we'll keep watching. Thanks for having Gentlemen, us. Gentlemen, thanks for your time, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it.